When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Cricket Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cricket Podcast where there are just the two of us today. It's myself, that's Max Brown, and I am joined by Cameron Ponsonby. Um, well, uh, we'll 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 get on with things shortly, shall we? Uh, day four, another another good day of uh, of cricket to go over. But uh, before that, I'll just uh, I won't make Cameron do the messages, so uh, <laughs> I'll just remind you very all kind. to uh, Thank you. <laughs> to uh, please click like and subscribe on um, on YouTube and head over to Twitter and Instagram at the Cricket Pod. Follow us there, and uh, yeah, keep keep in touch, sending your questions uh, and all the rest. And uh, Patreon.com forward slash the Cricket Pod if you'd like to. Uh, support us there and uh, you know get get your questions definitely answered and um and there's some there's some data there's some ip ipl ball by ball data there which uh, which i'm sure will be uh, of interest to any budding analysts but uh, we are we are test focused today and it's uh, and it's unfortunately the ashes we've we've made it to the end of the fourth day though we've we've done that and uh, as always uh, a brief a brief summary of of the goings on before we get into the the, the nitty gritty. So, uh, England's day was kind of uh, kind of bookended um, by Joe Root getting the ball in the testicles. Um, <laughs> he couldn't field for for a large part of the day uh, after getting one in the nets. And at the end of the day, sadly, he uh, he copped another one from Stark, which looked rather uncomfortable. But in the middle of that, there was also rather a lot of action, uh, carnage at the start as England took three for ten. Uh, Joss Butler dropped the ball and then took two stunning catches. And uh, suddenly England thought that maybe there's an outside chance of them uh, setting a, a target that um, a, a competent team would be able to chase down. Not, not England, but, you know, a competent team. Um, yeah. But the, uh, the nerves, the nerves were settled pretty quickly after Labashain with another 50, Travis Head with a 50. And um, England turned to the off spin of Ollie Robinson as if to highlight how uh, how well things were going. And it was a bit of a case of just waiting around for Australia to decide they'd have enough fun before putting England back in to bat, where Hamid was out quickly. Burns and Root fought well. Um, so Burns and Milan, sorry, fought well until, uh, and, until he fell. Root came in and we were looking like at the end of the day, there was an outside chance that we would have Root and Stokes there at the crease to, to maybe try and bat out the entire of day five. But uh, the aforementioned ball into the testicles uh, really shook Root up. And the last ball of the day, he edged through to Alex Carey. And, um, and surely Cameron with that wicket uh, also went any hope England have of getting something oh, out of this game. Yeah, of course. There's no, there's no hope of England getting anything <laughs> from this game. Um I think one of the I think one of the biggest kind of potential problems I, I was thinking that England have is that we're eighty two for four and I've gone we've done all right there. <laughs> I was like 
I was like, Roy Burns, well done, mate. Like, Root looked really nice, got through. I thought like that's a kind of win for him. Hamid, I was sad. Um, I was disappointed for him, and for two reasons. One, because obviously he's been dismissed for zero, but also because it's a bit of a kind of like a confirmation bias dismissal. Like, he had all this chat about having his low hands before he came into the series, mm. and then it's come, like, for the first time, it's kind of bitten in the arse or whatever. And so now that's kind of going to be a monkey on his back. That's kind of kind of grow. Say it happens again next match. This is going to be kind of a technical kind of quirk that's going to have like the magnifying glass on it. And then Milan and Burns looked all right. And then Milan got 20, which is nothing really. And then Joe Root was looking like Joe Root. And I just kind of, yeah, I think that's kind of the, the damning indictment of this England team is that <laughs> I think we're fine. We're, that, was, that was pretty good showing for us. And yet we're kind of, 380 runs behind or something <laughs> and we're four down so I don't I don't know I mean realistically the, the question is what time this kind of review is going to be on tomorrow how long are we going to last as an England team we're going to make it through to lunch we're going to make it through to tea or whatever the dinner and yeah. drinks whatever is but yeah uh, a disappoint a disappointingly mediocre day in that it was mediocre and I was quite happy with it yeah, I think that's a really a really nice uh, summary of where we're where we currently are in this uh, in this England setup. I mean, we've taken it to a taken it to a fifth day, which is uh, an achievement. Huge. Uh, <laughs> um, how much of taking it to a fifth day is down to England themselves? I I would I would question, but um, but yeah, I mean, being being happy with Rory Burns scoring thirty four is uh, is about yeah. It's about it, isn't it? <laughs> He's got two more test matches from that. Easy. Uh, that, that's that's that was the next thing I was going to say. I mean, do you think like that's that's basically um, called off the the Reaper for for ten minutes? Yeah, and and great. We kind of need this because I think I think one of the problems we have as as England fans, and it's I think one of the reasons why Rory Burns has been quite liked and has has this volatile career, but it's kind of been let off for averaging 32 for 32 test matches, whatever, it's because that's kind of where we expect him to be. Mm. When we were coming off the back of Cook and Strauss and we had uh, Leith, Stoneman, Carberry, um, Hales, uh, Robson, Compton, um, all averaging 30, putting up the same numbers that Roy Burns is, we were going, well, you should be averaging 45. So this is rubbish. Whereas Burns was just kind of doing as expected. He is the, the kind of square peg for the square hole in the side. But where we have the likes of kind of Butler and Bairstow and Pope kind of posting similar numbers, they're not hitting their ceiling. And so that's a massive disappointment. And I think that's where as long as Burns can keep being OK, everyone will be OK with that. Mm. Um, and I think that would also be that's something that I think if we I think tomorrow, Pope and Butler, like given there's nothing really riding on the match, like if they save this, this will be kind of career-defining stuff whereas if they get another duck you're kind of all of a sudden there they have the kind of selection reaper on their back I think that's something where like the Ben Folks drum I mean it's always being banged by someone on Twitter mm. and the cricket ether um, I think that's something that really works in his favour is if Ben if Ben Folks came into this England side and did exactly as Butler does it's almost like he's doing better because yeah. we expect we'd expect Ben Folks to average like 32 33 whereas with Butler we're like just put it in the stands again. Like, <laughs> but. 
So they're, they're sort of it's suggesting that they're they're almost victims of their own success, be it the the one day game or the twenty twenty game or you know Ollie Pope at Surrey, yeah. that that kind of thing. Um, kind of victims of their own potential, yeah, victims of their potential because it's potential, not, yeah. It's hard. Well, you can call it success in terms of Butler and the one day team, for example, at best opening the yeah. bang for the one day side, but. But even how quickly things change, like I had a couple of messages from friends going like, is Hamid going to play next test? Like, does Crawley come in? And you think like two days ago, he'd kind of had these it two was... like promising knocks. Yeah. And, and it was now... Crawley for Burns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think that, I mean, the fickleness doesn't help, does it? I mean, uh, obviously, if you're not performing, you don't deserve to be inside. But with that, the constant chatter around and it's a merry-go-round of the same names as well. That's that's the problem when no one's able to set himself apart from from everyone else. You're always sort of under the cloud of, um, well, maybe this guy who's failed so far will, will stop failing if we get rid of you now. This, <laughs> this is something and I can't. Okay. I can't prove this, um, but something I was wondering is that we do have this merry-go-round, and so what we, we have a kind of bizarre contradiction where it's the same players playing all the time, but I don't feel like any of these players would argue they've had like a really fair crack or extended run at it. So Pope's played 20 test matches, but how many of these test matches has he played in a row? And Bairstow, who's averaged 22 in his last 22 test matches, has been chopped in and out. And Crawley would be, if Crawley comes back in and has three more tests, and all of a sudden he's played 20 test matches and people go, well, why haven't you cracked it yet? And he says, well, I've had kind of five sets of four test matches at a time. And we have this bizarre case where people are getting really long goes at it, but also kind of feel themselves like they've always been on the cusp of being dropped because we have these same names being rotated and whether what the answer to that is i don't know other than mm. if you pick a bloke and stick with him for ages but then how can you do that if someone's not scoring any runs well um i mean you, you could argue that uh the, <laughs> the the reason they keep getting changed is because they they're just not up to it but you know we yeah. well i mean I, th- I think it comes back to and you know it's I sort of almost have to apologize for <laughs> making the same points over and over over again but like when you've got the coach as the selector you kind of you're stuck with the same guys over and over again because you don't have the opportunity to go out and find who the next person is if the next person is um the the right person who anyway, we, we we might just not have you know, we might just be going through a, a, a dry spell of, of cricketers who knows but um let's let's um Let's let's rewind a bit back to the the start of the day where there was there was kind of some I mean you wouldn't call it hope would you it was because there were, we were never going to keep Australia down to a, a score that we could have chased because we would have had to bowl them out for about minus fifty for yeah. for, for that for that to <laughs> to that to happen um, but there you know, there was there was a, a glimmer of excitement at least with um, you know uh, three quick wickets uh, Joss Butler taking some stunning catches. James Anderson bowled well and, and took a wicket, and, and we were sort of uh, it was it was one of those a bit a bit late, but nice to see England turn up. Yeah, in the dead of night, where I was, I I, I set my alarm today. I I was like, right, whatever the opposite. People always talk about moving days and Test matches, where like the day right, this is where stuff gets serious. And I thought, well, today is the opposite. It's going to be the opposite of whatever, whatever that is. All that's going to happen is Australia are going to move their lead from 250 to 500. They're going to have two hours at England and we're going to be about 82 for four, which actually is exactly <laughs> what happened. Um, but it actually happened in a very en- entertaining fashion. And it is bizarre. And I think, I think it's quite an interesting one where sometimes 
the kind of freneticism of a day gets amplified because the media centre had this kind of COVID outbreak in mm. Australia. So BBC weren't there, ABC had to go home as well. Uh, I think it was ABC. Um, all the journos out there were, were quite kind of like, oh my God, there's a lot going on today. And there was a lot going on and it was being broadcast to you by a bunch of people who were understandably kind of a bit jittery about like what's going on right now, <laughs> trying to get to Melbourne straight away, basically. And so you have this very bizarre day, which starts with the England captain not there in what starts as comical fashion and ends in being like, oh, are you actually are you actually OK? <laughs> um, and then you have Ollie Robinson bowling tweakers, which blew my mind. And then um, I saw some people from Sussex say in shades as well, which added to the look. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's bizarre. And then so you have Ollie Robinson bowling, but then you have David Milan coming on. having. Yeah, that, that, David Milan and his... Uh... And his debut wicket being being Marlis Labashain is uh, quite a quite an entertaining thought to uh, to have managed. You're uh, you're back you're back, Cameron. I was I'm just back. I was, I was filling in your silence by by enjoying the fact that David Milan's first Test wicket was Marlis Labashain. Do you know what, it's good that we're so in sync because that's exactly what I was saying when I was on <laughs> Lovely. Um, but yeah, one thing I would like to kind of nip in, nip in the bud potentially is I saw some takes of like England take four wickets for, with spin and yeah, kind of like evident, boundary. Yeah, it's not yeah. it's not real spin. It's, it's nothing. It's kind of it's them kind of trying to hurry on their own kind of demise, make the kind of the death kind of less painful. But it's it's it'll be really interesting to know where this is what the bowling tack they go with for the next test matches because I think Wokes is probably done now. I don't think he'll come back in. But so you imagine Wood would come in for someone. Well I imagine it'll be Wokes, but then you kind of leave that tail a bit extended. Yeah. Does Leach come in? Um some people chatting about Robinson was looking a bit kind of sore throughout. Mm. Um it's hard. I don't really. We're, we're kind of shuffling a, a not a hopeless pack, but a kind of doomed pack at the moment. Yeah. So, um, I think I think what I'd say. Uh, I mean, you're right. You're you're right to say that the fact that Root and Milan took wickets is is not really worth reading into much. Um, but uh, that's not to say that not picking a spinner wasn't a terrible idea because uh, we did yeah. turn to Ollie Robinson to bowl spin when Joe Root wasn't available, which suggests that that was something that we we wanted to do. Um, so I, mean, I mean, Gary Lyon, uh, I saw a crick, I think it was a crick fizz stat that he has, I think he's averaged 6.3 degrees of turn uh, today, which is the, the most uh, he's managed since Edgbaston in 2019. Well, we all know what happened yeah. then. So uh, maybe there's a miracle on the yeah. cards. But um, it, it, was it's, uh, that, it was getting to that territory where, where the. Um, where people start going, oh, spinning too much. They're saying it's like they're going, oh, people can't get near him. And it was, I remember the first three overs he bowled today to Milan and Burns. He looked unplayable. Mm. And it was just kind of a, a very much a case of eventually they kind of got more comfortable. But um, yeah, yeah, I I don't know if I, I don't know. I, I think the best, I think if you have a spinner that you think is the best spinner and improves your team, you obviously pick them. But I just don't think that, I don't think England think that of, I don't think England think that Leach or Bess improves their team. And that's kind of, I mean, I don't know how you kind of, mm. it's not going to make you feel very nice if you're Jack Leach or <laughs> Bess in there, because no. like, they would obviously... He's probably used to it by now. Yeah, it's horrible. It'd be, and I, I just feel really sorry for Jack Leach at the moment, because his own team um, kind of obviously don't fully believe in his ability. And then you see that Kevin Tweetson, Pete, about Kevin Tweetson, Kevin Tweetson. <laughs> oh, good nickname, actually. That is good. Um, 
That's good. That's going to stick. <laughs> okay. Uh, KP, when he was tweeting about uh, Nathan Lyon, he was like, can someone just whack Someone smack him. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, that is for all the pragmatism that um, the Aussies would have put on, like, why they're, attack- why they're attacking Jack Leach and why it's good for the game. No, no, no. There's none of that in the change room. The conversation goes, this bloke's shit. Try and put him as far into the like road as you can. Mm. And so Jack Leach was just, is living this probably very un- uncomfortable existence right now where he's like, does anyone, who's, who's believing in me? And um, yeah. No one, unfortunately. No, maybe he needs to have a little chat with Simon Kerrigan about how to bounce back from from an Aussie Aussie onslaught. He can sign a a contract with North. (laughs) I mean, the other thing about Kevin Peterson is uh, not everyone's as good as he was, so it's not that easy to stick. (laughs) Uh, You know, he was was able on on a few occasions to stick Shane Warne into the stands, which uh, is no mean feat. So, um, yeah, I I think he needs to not judge people by by his own own ability in in the past. But... um, it is a tricky, it is a tricky one, but I think uh, we we might uh, hear this uh, tomorrow because I think we're being joined by uh, Shane Shane Dites, who uh, has been on the podcast before. But he he messaged Jack the other day because uh, he spent, I think he spent ten years playing Adelaide, and he basically said uh, on like the third fourth day at the Adelaide Oval, any spinner becomes a decent spinner. Like it's good for spin, really and it's just just uh, it's just that, that, and that, and that's the thing. Like you, you, you just think about selection of you know maybe actually in this situation Jack Leach would make your your team yeah. a bit better. I, and um, do you think like, do you think England? Because I remember um, Jack of of this podcast um, and before the first test kind of brought up those numbers of Leach left hand versus right hand kind of matchups and how Australia have kind of four left handers in their top six or seven and Leach actually performs really poorly against left handers whereas Root performs very well mm. and it's part of me which wonders whether England literally just think well we are picking a spinner we're picking the best spinner for this Australian kind of 11 and we believe that is Joe Root and um, I, I don't think I don't think I want. I don't think the reality is too far off of that. I think they genuinely really believe in Root as a bowler, um, and I think they may believe that he is the best spinner to go up against this Aussie side. Whether people agree with that, mm. um, I don't even know if I agree with that. <laughs> but I don't think it's. I don't think it's too far. From I think you know. I, I think you're probably. Case. I think you're probably not not far off. I mean. I think Joe Root believes in his own bowling. I think the the six for ten in Ahmed Abad has, has probably helped that a little yeah. bit. But um, I, it's uh, it's re- I mean he's all right. He's not bad as part time spinners go. He's he's pretty decent. He gets he gets yeah. turned and um, and he he does have a bit of a, a golden arm at times. Mm-hmm. I think um, I don't know if it's so much as whether they believe he's genuinely the best sort of option we've got, or rather, you know, he's the best option we've got in that we're not weakening a a batting spot down the order and there's there's clearly a concern sure. about the length of the tail uh which is obviously because the middle order can't bat so we're like well we don't have a middle order so we might as well have as long a tail as as well as short a tail as, as we can and yeah. that's why wokes is in the side and you know, supposedly robinson can can bat a bit uh, he you know he got 40 in his first attempt yeah. but hasn't hasn't really shown much of it since so there's i mean it's like uh we're just sort of trying to paper over cracks, I think, rather than pick what is a team that we think might win a game of cricket. And then when it comes to sort of changing things around between test and test, we pick the wrong side for the first test, which means we're going to be picking the wrong side for every one of the next tests. That's uh, for, for the way the way I see it. I think yeah. I think that's that's like a large part of the problem. Like we we picked Mark Wood in that test. Now we can't pick Mark Wood. Now we're like, well, actually, we could have could have done with him, especially if we're not yeah. picking. Jack Leach it's you know we picked Jack Leach when the ball and made him bowl on a pitch that wasn't turning a, 
at all and it was a bit green and he got dispatched yeah. you know it's uh we got it we got it wrong and the result yeah. is we're going to get it wrong for the rest of the winter and um and that's what's great about being an england fan oh so much fun i was i, I do one of the really one of the things i actually found the most sad saddening today was that i i didn't have that kind of um kind of schadenfreude or i, I don't actually know how, how to pronounce the word properly but normally when there's like a disaster kind of falling around you and everything's going terribly you kind of kind of take some kind of bizarre joy out of it and go like oh, this, yeah this is it's like bad, self schadenfreude yeah masochism yeah, yeah we're, we're doing really really big words today <laughs> um but today i didn't feel that i, I was just i was just sad for, for everyone in that hamid as i said had this kind of like dismissal where he's gonna he's gonna have that kind of held over him for a while burns you kind of realize how hard it is for people to score like how hard you have to work for your runs he's out there for two hours or whatever 95 balls and you're just like oh well that's over and you've only got 30 and um yeah i don't have i don't i don't didn't take much joy out of um today unfortunately no it was um I, I, and i think part of that actually was possibly that there were a, a few flashes of of potential hope especially with i think it's the it's a deflating feeling at the end isn't there with joe root being out i mean I, I, there was very little chance with root still in but the fact that yeah. even the tiniest snuff has gone with that last delivery is uh, is um, is painful, especially on the back of, uh, of of how it how it transpired with him on his on his knees for a good ten minutes. But yeah, uh, <laughs> that was bad. That was yeah. I, I I saw um, and I agreed with it. And I again, normally you think about when it happens to Alex Hales during the hundred, or when it happens to anyone, you're like, that is really funny. Like rather you than me. But now in the knowledge not when it's Daddy Root. Morning, we're not going to have to, yeah, it's root, and you're like, well, we can't, we can't ha- let anything bad happen to you. Uh, and you know what's happening? He's already had a scan on it. This, it was quite funny listening to the commentators dance. I don't know what they were scanning for. Well, this thing they go like, he's got a scan on his abdomen. He's like, no, mm. he's, he's having a scan on his knob, guys. Like, come on. <laughs> like this is this is what's happening. He's not well, and then he gets hit again, and you're and everyone's kind of dancing around the topic, and kind of kind of laughing, and also going. I actually really hope he's okay. Yeah, let's find out. Yeah, it was it was it was slightly more than a than a than a jovial ball to the to the unmentionable balls this yeah. time. And um, <laughs> the funniest bit was the runs when he ran to the next ball. Oh god! And he, <laughs> and he looked like he had. <laughs> Why not yeah. just take one? Settle down at the other end. Uh, I don't know uh, uh, that second run. Yeah, that was that was questionable. But um, but yeah, I, I was that was that was sad to see. Um. We should probably talk about Australia because there are two teams involved in this game, and I mean, I mean, in terms of you know what they what they did, it was a pretty simple task for them. Really, it was like put some put some runs on the board and and batting and out the game. Uh, but my question, um, and it's kind of pointless to ask because England were never going to see this game out, and it doesn't really matter what they could have they could have declared tomorrow lunchtime, and they'd probably still have won. It doesn't matter, but. Do you think they batted a bit too long? I was surprised that they they carried on when they did because I mean uh, they had the, the the record chase was set after about 170 and they batted on for another another like 60 runs after that. Do you think it was just a case of like you know maybe let's get Cameron Green some runs or something and just yeah I, I think there was just kind of I, I think the kind of the notion if there's no bad weather around I think the kind of follow ons kind of died in that you kind of there are all these reasons to like well we don't actually have to win that quickly we can we can use the time and they align a lot of people talk about in terms of rest for the bowlers you go like, oh, if we stay out mm. for another hour someone can get another massage or whatever 
Um, Cameron Green, that Jai Richardson spoke about when he's coming off the pitch today. He was like, it's really nice for Greeny that he's kind of got into the series now. He's got he's got 33 not out of 43 balls, no boundaries. So that kind of speaks of like <laughs> what the bowling was at the time. He's just knocking it around, cruising yeah. basically, and yeah. that'll do well for his confidence. And I think it is just a case of just get as many people into the game and kind of on, into the series as possible, really. And they've had 40 overs at us. Like they're they're fine. I don't think I think they've kind of played their hand and with the confidence of a team who knows they'll get the job done in 120 overs, and they don't have to worry about the miracle of Headingley kind of repeating because yeah. they've got 500 to defend. Like it's not... <laughs> yeah, I mean, England, England aren't they're not chasing it down in any. You could you could re you could run a simulation in this game like a thousand yeah, times. There's no way. There's not one of those where where England. England win it but I mean for me I just think that perhaps if uh if Joe Root were there at the end of the day some people might start going did you leave it a bit late because they're just in case just there's yeah. a little chance I mean I, I feel like they that a possibly left open you know like a a two percent chance um that not now but previously there was a perhaps two percent chance that uh they ne- maybe didn't need to to leave there I think and Crick Cric- Cric- kind of run these measures I've seen quite a bit and where Teams will bat to a point where they will bat the opposition out of like they have the kind of the result predictors and say mm. say it's like seventy percent chance Australia win and a fifteen percent chance of a draw and a fifteen percent chance of an England um, victory. They'll bat England out of that fifteen percent, but then they'll you'll increase the draw. So all of a sudden, like at the other end of the, whilst you've taken away your opponent's chance of victory, you've actually reduced your own chance of victory. And I'm sure they kind of enter that into that territory, but I think kind of realistically they're fine and with, with with the problem with when you're trying to save a match um nothing if you need to bat for 120 overs nothing good happens quickly but everything bad happens quickly as it yeah. were so yeah we we were i'm sure you had this as well we were two down today um with root and burns there and you went god these guys can actually get to the end and then back for an hour tomorrow and all of a sudden, that's just snuffed out straight away. It's kind yeah, of, it's kind I'm, of I'm actually, at this point, I should probably put my hand up and apologise to everyone because I was doing commentary on guerrilla cricket <laughs> and I said, Roy Burns is, is finally looking all right and the next ball, he's edged it to slip. I think, I, I think you're completely, I'm, you're correct. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Commentator's curse, striking. Yeah. He was, but no, you're correct. He, he was looking, he was looking great Com- he was looking reasonably comfortable he was playing he was playing lion well i mean it was i think um yeah i mean lions getting a lot of turn and uh, 30 overs of lion tomorrow we haven't we haven't got hope in hell especially i mean ollie pope will be gone in five minutes that's yeah, that, yeah. Uh, the best case scenario for england tomorrow is that um that stokes it's this kind of whole idea of people find their way into the series and although like realistically the result of it is gone how much better will england be off for if they have stokes Pope and Butler all with kind of a 50 or 60 next to mm. their name yeah. just how much more comfortable in their own skin they'll feel that's kind of I don't I don't I think playing for pride is like kind of the wrong way of looking at it you're you're playing to for confidence to yeah. for the following games that you can actually I mean, kind of put up a fight and hopefully it, get a result in all honesty I think um I think some of these guys are playing for their place like uh Pope yeah. Besto, like bear, you know the bear, the word besto is hovering around, um, as much as I don't want it to be. Um, he's almost guaranteed to be to be back in. Um, yeah. you know, Joss Joss Butler's under a lot of 
a lot of pressure because he seems to be um he's got a touch of the Ben Stokes and that he takes the ridiculous catches and, and drops the yeah. the easy ones. But I mean we're at the we've got we've got round to the cycle now, the Joss Butler cycle of uh, he he had a few good innings. Now he's back to not keeping that well and not scoring any runs. And this is the cycle where he scores a really good gritty 80 in a losing cause that means absolutely nothing. And people are like, that's what he's in the side for. Yeah. And then he carries on for another five, 10 tests. That's, that's what we're going to get tomorrow. I'm I'm hundred percent sure of, of that. But I mean, in the context of the series, that would be useful at least, wouldn't it? For, for some confidence. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And like Butler looks broken, man. I, I like, I, 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 not to repeat just the, the feeling of the sadness, but <laughs> And you see every every time the camera's on him, like his gaze into the distance seems longer, and he just kind of I don't, I don't really understand. We're only we're only a match and a half or a match and eighty percent into the series, and so many of these England players just look like bereft of joy. And mm. you're like, how has this happened this quickly? Like, I I I feel like there's something um, there's kind of I don't know if it's kind of bubble fatigue over the years, just all culminating, going and people being like, right, this is this is us done basically. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like a particularly happy place to be at the yeah. moment. Well, yeah, I mean, they've been in, they've been in bubbles. There was they weren't sure the thing was going to go ahead. They got over here. As they've got over here, everything's gone mental back home in terms of of COVID. Um, there's been a few cases around. You know, uh, there was the Cummins thing. There was the 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 um the commentary the commentary box, and then they're off uh, shortly to some areas with. The, I think I think the restrictions are a bit a bit tighter, aren't they? The the fifth test got moved yeah, to absolutely. Hobart. Um, they're getting battered. I think they're probably just sitting there going, this is shit. It's Christmas. Yeah. This is shit. What are we doing? That's probably, like, that's what I'd be thinking. <laughs> like, I am yeah, thinking it. Yeah. And I'm watching it at home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even there dealing with it. So, um, yeah, I, it's, um, it's, a, it's a sad time. And I think tomorrow has to be, it's got to be a case of try and inject some, uh, yeah, uh, may, yeah, maybe pride, not the right word, but inject some positivity into what's left because um, there's there's three more games to go and we've got um we've got a, a a gnashing Gary Lyon waiting for us my only my only uh pos- my only positive I think about Gary Lyon is that he doesn't seem to be bowling an arm ball so you know yeah a, he that Warren, Warren get goes on this a lot he's kind of going like, I hate what the lines he bowls and they're kind of too pretty and, and I think that there have been some analysts saying that he's like started bowling an undercutter mm. to try and get that ball that goes straight on which is the dangerous one um, because he's get, extracting so much turn. But we say this and we will wake up tomorrow morning and he'll have taken six for 50. Yeah, so yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll matter tomorrow. But um, yeah, the, I mean, that, that's why England, like the whole Axel Patel thing was what, what he, what he was, why he was so devastating was, you know, you, did, you didn't know what the ball was going to do next. And but, I mean, it's, it's not a bad, it's not a bad fifth day pitch this. Like the, the bounce is, not you know not getting any that are keeping low or shooting through it's a pretty consistent bounce the lion's turn is is big but it's consistent and and it's and it's bouncing so i mean they should be able to put up something of a fight tomorrow sure. but um i think i think we we'll, we might see we might see one innings fight and and a and a very quick collapse from there i don't i don't know what, what where do you think it's heading Ugh. I mean, Stokes is three or forty, and you can draw as many kind of like parallels back to Headingley as you want. It's not. I, I, I'll be interested to know if Stokes tries to block out the whole day in kind of like an Ab de Villiers Hashim Amla style and try and get thirty off two hundred and twenty. Mm. Um, I just don't know. There's no. I, I there's no shred of hope I can provide here. Like I I think 
I I'm almost certain that the second over tomorrow is going to be Nathan Lyon bowling to Ollie Pope. Um, and I feel mm-hmm. like watching Ollie Pope, he I feel like he's he's got this kind of idea of wanting to be proactive and busy against the spinner and all but these he doesn't buzzwords. Know how? Yeah, he's, why? Just, he, and he's he's coming across as frantic, like he's trying to yeah. like, oh, just look busy, mate. And he's just he's just going like, all right, I'll do everything. Mm. And um, so that's what I, I that's what I imagine will happen tomorrow. Butler, who knows? Is it going to be his kind of like career saving eighty, where he shows us all what like that ceiling is and kind of tricks us once more? <laughs> um, I hope so. I really hope so. Um, and then look, it's it's all, I, I've got the I've got the card up in front of me, and it is just so. Uh, they might as well be the same player. Ollie Pope, Josh Butler, Chris Wokes, Ollie Robinson, Stuart Broad, James Anderson. I, I know I know these people now. They're all going to come out. I know roughly what they're going to do. and We know where the result's going to go. And uh, I will be there watching it because I, I, why wouldn't I? But, yeah, <laughs> that's it, isn't it? We're, we're gluttons for punishment. That's, that's what it's all, all about. Um, right. Uh, I, th- I think um, yeah, probably... Probably uh, is a nice a nice way to to end the the discussion of the of the cricket and what we've got in store tomorrow. So I think we've got a couple couple of questions to maybe go over. And also thank you to uh, Ditchell uh, for the super chat. Too much pressure on Joe. He feels I think that's uh, that's probably fair and probably brings us nicely to a question we got on Twitter, um, which I don't think we can answer particularly well, but we'll give a go. Which Absolutely. was um, I mean, can you can you remember someone in 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 cricket who's been as good in a team that's as bad as Joe Root in England? My only shout was Brian Lara with the Windies, kind of towards the back end of Lara's yeah. career. Um, <laughs> And then we briefly just discussed the Sri Lanka team and realised they were just actually really good. Yeah. Um, and you go, well, so you had Sangakar and they go, well, they had Jai Wardner and Jai Surya and Jamin Devas and Marilithrin, you know. So, uh, yeah, Brian Lara um, with the Windies, my only other kind of touch point there. Yeah. Um, just just going to have a little flick through the uh, the, the comments on, on the YouTube stream. I think Tim uh, Wilton Davis asked if it's time to replace Robinson with Overton. I don't know if that's uh, right or not, but I think it will happen. Yeah, I just I just hate the fact that that's the answer to any potential question. Like, what's what's the answer? The same player. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I saw um, Fish, the independent writer, um, tweet the, the joke about like this 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 bowling attack, and it was a Spider Man meme, but five of them all looking at each other, just kind of the same right arm, fast medium bowler. Um, but yeah, no, if he comes in. Yeah, it's a change for this, not for the sake of change, because Robinson might need might need a rest. But I'm not expecting it to kind of lead to any massive improvement from this England side. No, I, I think that's uh, that's that's fair enough. Um, okay, I, I think uh, I think we're done here, Cameron. Um, thank you very oh, much maybe. for for joining us and and saving oh, our exactly. saving our daily shows. <laughs> uh, we. We will be back tomorrow um, uh, at an unspecified time because who knows how quickly England will lose. Um, even if it's if it's early in the morning, uh, we won't be potting that early. But uh, it might be it might be pre twelve. So uh, uh, yeah, check it check in on on Twitter and 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 all of that to to see where we'll be on. But um, yeah, let's let's all look forward to England uh, putting up a, a meek fight and and hopefully making it at least to uh, to tea. But but we will we will see. Um, uh, last thing, uh, Karen, if you just want to let everyone know where they can find you. Yeah, um, uh, my Twitter is uh, at Cameron Punsby, just my name. Um, I do bits and bobs of writing for uh, various outlets. So, um, yeah, feel free to check it out.
Lovely stuff. Right. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you all for joining us. See you next time. What a rivalry. 40 years worth. And the next chapter is about to be written. Joe Root wins the toss. Decides to bat. It is a courageous decision. There is grass on this Gabba wicket. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> with you again ruthless start australia dominating here at the gabba left its seeds while i was sleeping and it is a first day duck for the england captain in my brain australia are pinning england to the floor within the sound of silence first day for 147 Sports Social Podcast Network